Welcome to Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Give us four minutes and we will give you a recommendation for a great listen. I'm Michelle Cobb, publisher of Audiophile Magazine, filling in for regular host Joe Reed. My guest today is the fantastic narrator, January Lavoie. And we are continuing to talk about best audiobooks of 2018. Out of the 2,000 or so audiobooks Audiophile reviewed this year, our curated selections are not just great books, but great listening experiences. January is here to talk about one of our biography and history picks, Eliza Hamilton, The Extraordinary Life and Times of the Wife of Alexander Hamilton by Talar J. Matseo. Hi, January. We're so happy to get to talk to you about this excellent audiobook. Michelle, thank you so much. So tell us a little bit about what Eliza Hamilton is actually about. Well, as it turns out, there are two sides to every story, even a story that's the biggest Broadway phenomenon of our time. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, as a tremendous fan of the musical Hamilton, as sort of an American history buff, I was really blown away by this book. And the perspective and the research and the entire narrative was just something that was totally, you know, left out of much of this sort of known and widely dis- discussed historical perspective. So I found it fascinating. Well, it definitely comes across in your narration that you found it fascinating. So yeah. uh, good job. What surprised you most about recording Eliza Hamilton? It was surprisingly emotional. I don't want to tell tales out of school or out of the studio. But by the time we got to the end of the book, I and my director and my engineer were all misty eyed. I mean, really just it felt like we had, you know, really lived through this woman's life with her. And she lived for such a long time. She lived for almost 50 years after Alexander Hamilton died. And so it's really just this incredibly sweeping, epic tale covering almost 100 years of American history from its birth. So yeah, it's it's not dry. It's it's very rich and very detailed and and very emotional and that I think was a big surprise. Interesting. So how did you prepare for reading what is basically a pretty complex book? Well, luckily, um I had a great director, Karen Perlman, who we had chats about it, you know, before we went into the studio. Uh, As I mentioned, I'm a big fan of the musical. And so I had a lot of and had read the biography that the musical was based on. And so I had a lot of information, or at least I thought I had a lot of information. And again, luckily, being a New Yorker, uh, I knew how to pronounce a lot of the Dutch names, which is a big portion of the front end of the book, many of which are now, you know, common street names and town names here in and around New York City. So that was a lot of this, this sort of preparation. And then, of course, just you know, carefully reading the book once through and making sure that I understood the sort of attack that the author takes, which is very, it's a very personalized style of history and biography that has a, almost a memoiristic feel. So the narrator voice is not her, but it's, it's, I would say it comes from the perspective of like a trusted confidant. You know, it's the, the idea that the person who's telling this story is someone who is by Eliza's side her whole life. So there's a real intimacy to it. And I really appreciated that and felt like I was really able to sort of sink my teeth into it from that perspective. 
Well, I really appreciated your ability to pronounce all those Dutch words because I have to say, even just having to do the author's name, you know, which I had to practice, <laughs> it's a little daunting. <laughs> so let's take a moment and actually hear a bit of the tale of one of the sort of characters in the book, as it were, the less than honorable John Carter. John Church was orphaned at a young age. His guardian was a wealthy uncle in London. John Barker, an important man in the insurance and sugar trade in the West Indies. John wanted desperately as a lad, so the story went, to join the British Army and dreamed of adventure. His stern uncle took a dim view of such an unsteady occupation and insisted that John work in the trading house of a rich neighboring merchant, whose daughter and only child was a plain, dull young lady less than charitably described as having nothing remarkable to distinguish her save her gilding. The work was boring, and so was the merchant's daughter. At first, John obeyed his uncle's orders. The tedium, though, was unrelenting. He wasn't cut out for the counting house and insurance contracts. He was a wealthy young man with rich, fast friends, and he wanted some excitement. So does that bring back good memories of recording? I really loved that section, I have to say. And again, without giving too much away, I think that anyone who's a fan of the the musical will find that, um, as as is you know generally the form in that sort of take on a story, uh, there's a lot more to the story, particularly of Eliza's sister Angelica, than most of us think we now know, uh, and the John Carter component of it in particular, which is completely absent from the Hamilton musical, is a really juicy, really interesting, really controversial bit. So that was kind of exciting. Yeah, and surprising for, for those yeah. of us who are only familiar with the musical. It was really shocking. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today, January. That was my pleasure. Thank you so much. This has been Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. Behind the Mic is supported by Achette Audio. Stay in touch with us on social media, where we often share special videos recorded for us by narrators talking about these titles that they have recorded. Plus, we have great giveaways from our partners like Audiobooks.com, Libro FM, and Downpour. Don't miss out. 